0: You can start a new recording right from your mobile device. They also have convenient creation tools that allow you to edit your audio files so they sound crisp and great. Anchor also distributes your podcast for you, letting listeners find your show almost everywhere, including Spotify, Anchor Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and several others. And best of all, it's free. There are no hosting fees or monthly subscriptions or minimum listener counts, just an easy-to-use platform to get your podcast out there at no cost to you. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm today to get started. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Ministry-Minded Podcast, a show that seeks to marvel at the mercy of God, uh, that meets us at our messy ministries. I'm, of course, your host, Pastor Brad Gray. I serve as the Senior Pastor of Stonington Baptist Church right here in Paxinos, Pennsylvania. And I'm so happy to be coming to you. Merry Christmas. Uh, I hope you've had a wonderful Christmas season so far, and I hope that today has just been truly meaningful and just hopeful and delightful and joyful for you. And your family, and uh, I am so excited to be coming to you and just sharing some Christmassy thoughts. <laughs> uh, I, I I love this time of year, and so I, I thought that there's no better way to uh, to reflect on Christmas than to come to you and just reflect. Oh, openly in this sort of open form of the podcast. So thank you for listening. Thank you for hitting play. Uh, and thank you, by the way, for hitting play all year. You know, uh, a couple of weeks ago, you know, when Spotify was doing all those like year in review sort of things, and you can look at all the different places and, and stuff like that, that people have been listening to. So I am so happy to share with you that, that this podcast, Ministry Minded, has been listened to all over the world, uh, in, 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 I think it was eight or ten different countries. Uh, and that's just, I'm kind of blown away by that. I don't even, I'm just, I'm just a guy in my office at church recording a podcast to encourage people, and yet people are listening to it uh, all over the world, globally. So that's encouraging to me. That's not what I'm about. (laughs) Uh, I don't Uh, That's not what I'm striving for, but if people are, if the Word of God, if the gospel of grace is getting out there through this medium, then that's that makes me happy. That makes me uh, truly delighted, and what better way to continue that than by sharing the meaning of Christmas, by sharing the meaning in the gospel of Advent. So, that's what I want to do today. By this time, you've probably uh unwrapped your presence under the tree, or however you 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 do your particular traditions with your family but uh I wanted to come to you just to uh, I think I mentioned this in the last episode that it 's it 's sort of it 's sort of hokey you know to say remember the reason for the season, but I do think there 's a lot to that saying that saying it 's a cliche uh yes But oftentimes, it's the truest cliches that are quickly forgotten uh, and cast aside sometimes, and I think this is one of them. Remember, the reason for the season is so sort of cliche, and we throw it around so much, so quickly, so often, that we are often quick to just kind of cast it aside and not really consider it, not really examine it for its true meaning. Um, because i, I, I truly uh, remembering the reason for the season is what I think makes the season uh, more bearable at times, more manageable, more delightful more uh, more joyful uh, by remembering what Christmas is all about, Jesus coming to earth, born to die to take our sins, all those wonderful incarnational things that we have in the gospel uh, and in fact i 'm not just saying this you know, out of my head, you know, uh, Arthur Brooks. Arthur Brooks writes a biweekly column for The Atlantic, and he proposes that, believe it or not, to reduce holiday stress or or season's anxiety, so to speak. This time of year has the tendency to do that. We're around family members, extended family, we're around friends, and there's all these memories, especially if this time of year has brought on great loss. All these things are combining together to make a really tense and stress-inducing time but to reduce this, he writes Focus on the true meaning behind the holiday Remember the reason for the season This is what Arthur Brooks writes Listen, he says quote, Focus on the true meaning of the holidays Not the commercial version of them he quotes this, um, he, he quotes a study. So this is still Arthur writing. He says, quote, writing in the Journal of Happiness Studies in 2002, two scholars randomly surveyed 117 Americans ranging in age from 18 to 80 about their emotional experience during the holiday season. The study found clear evidence that what brought happiness during that time was family and religion. In contrast, the secular materialistic aspect of the holidays, spending money and receiving gifts, contributed little to joy or was associated with less happiness and more stress and unpleasant effect. Consumerism, Brooks concludes, and spectacle can crowd out the holiday's original significance. (laughs) That's so true. I think... Among all of the holidays that are out there, Christmas is among the most commercialized uh, in our entire society. Um, And when you step back and think about it, it's a great satire about this whole thing, you know that that movie uh, with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad jingle all the way, where these two uh, these two dads are so consumed with getting their child, their kid the the particular present that they want that they wreak havoc on their neighborhood <laughs> and on each other to try and get that thing and it, it it's a satirical look at just the lengths that we will go to fulfill this materialistic consumer humorism heart that we are that we have and not just have that we're instilling in our kids' hearts too. But the meaning for Christmas isn't found by this spectacular toy under the tree. It's not found in those neatly wrapped presents that are under there. The meaning of Christmas is found in the people that you're surrounded by. And the memories that fill your heart and mind and soul by the truths that are conveyed through the scriptures that remind us that Christmas is a time in which Christ came for you and me. That's not hallmark, my friends. That's grace. That's not just, that's not just a cliche. That's truth. The truth of Christmas is Jesus coming in our place keep that in the forefront of your mind. It's hard. You're singing all these wonderful, you know, Christmas carols and and holiday crooners, and you're singing along with Frank Sinatra and all these wonderful songs. It can make us forget what Christmas is about. It's not about being good for goodness sake. So we don't get coal. It's about a God who came as a man who was good for goodness sake for you and me. He was good on our behalf. So that we did not have to die the death of sin. That's what Christmas is about. You know, one of my fondest memories of Christmas um, is actually gathering as a family every Christmas Eve to watch Jimmy Stewart in It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, it's one of my favorite Christmas movies. Uh, I love the movie. I love all the themes and the stories and, and the and the scenes that it takes you through. Uh, much of my surprise, actually, though, there were many of you who uh, I've found out that don't like this movie. Uh, it just kind of leaves me speechless that someone wouldn't like It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> um, but I don't think that my fondness for It's a Wonderful Life is just about the nostalgia of watching it every Christmas Eve. Um, I think it's a really good movie that actually has messages of hope and reconciliation and redemption and grace that are just permeating throughout the whole movie. And it, it has everything you would want in a Christmas movie, complete with a closing scene that's filled with all the characters gathering around each other and singing "Hark the herald angels sing. So it, it's literally like the quintessential perfect Christmas movie. But recently, Sam Bush, uh, writing over on Mockingbird, wrote an article entitled The God Who Makes George Bailey's Life So Wonderful, um, which I was immediately intrigued by this article because I'm a fan of the film, of course. And, and But what he was writing is just the grace that's in the movie is, is true grace, true gospel grace. And that's what I think – makes the movie so resonant, so so incredibly uh, powerful. Uh, listen to what Sam writes. He, he says, quote, It's wonderful life is not a triumph of the human spirit, but a testament to, God, to God's faithful activity through people's lives. It's about a man whose previous life of striving was laid to rest and then raised anew. It's about a God who can take a life in ruins and make it wonderful. This is what I love. It's that it shows, it's a wonderful life, shows us who God is. The God of Christmas is the God, as it says in Isaiah 58, 12, who is the repairer of the breach and the restorer of the streets. His is a ministry all about restoration and rebuilding and repairing and reconciling and, and, and reclaiming uh, those who are lost for His goodness and glory. His assignments His assignments are those restoring, rebuilding, repairing, and they are undertaken by this one who comes to us in the form of a baby. This is the miracle of Christmas. It's the unexpected fact that God himself came down to us. This is the the deeper magic, if you will, to sort of in, in, incarnate uh, C.S. Lewis. The deeper magic of Christmas is that God comes down. Alexander McLaren writes that. He says, Christmas celebrates not merely the birth of a man, but the incarnation of a God. This is Christmas. What we need to keep at the forefronts of our minds is that the creator of all condescended to the lowest of all for you and for me, for your behalf and mine. The one who is the essence of all wisdom and divinity and infinity chose to confine himself in the body and blood of a man. This is what Christmas is about. This is what we ought to keep at the forefronts of our minds. Yes, even this Christmas day, and yes, even through all the days that lie ahead of us, Because that's not just what Christmas is about. That's what the gospel is about. God coming and taking on sin for you and for me. Merry Christmas, y'all. May you be filled with all the grace and love and joy of our Savior on this beautiful Christmas day. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful uh, day uh, celebrating with friends and family. Uh, Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. I hope it blesses you. I hope you have a good one. Merry Christmas. Blessings.